0: who for do do yeah, Wings with Friends, I have wings with friends,
1: you got to get the wings
0: to be with the friends, Shoot, do, do do boom, boom.
1: All right, check, check, we are recording. Hello! Hey, everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I am so excited to be here with my podcast idol, Allison Gill. Hello. Hello. Hi, Mary. I'm so happy that you're in my studio in
0: San Diego, and I get to see your fucking face because I... Can we say fuck on your show? Yeah. All right, sweet, because fuck, 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 fuck. I ran into you at Stir Crazy for like first show back out of the pandemic, at least for Californians, Not maybe not yep. so much in Arizona, and I thought I was just going to go there to see one of my friends who was hosting, and everybody was there, and it was amazing, and I was so glad to see you and run into you, and so I'm so excited that you invited me to be on Wings with Friends.
1: You can always count on me for that fan moment because I was like... I said to Hillary, I was like, "That's there's there's Allison. There's Allison Kill." Then I was like, Allison. Allison, hello. It's me, Mary. And then you said that you were there to see someone else. And I was like, oh, why? Hello. This is all you mean. What are you talking about? Um, thank you so much for being here. I did tell you, this is kind of a dream come true because I am a huge fan um, we'll talk about that. I want to. I want to go over the timeline of our relationship, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about where we're going. <laughs> Just kidding. Um- <laughs> Memories. Um, so, tell my audience who are you? What makes you so special? Who are you, Alice And Gill?
0: Who are you? Who are you?
1: Uh, um, well, a lot of people know me by A.G. Yes. Yeah, because I
0: started a podcast called Muller She Wrote. In November of 2017, about five months after Bob Mueller was appointed as special counsel. But I worked for the Department of Veterans Affairs pretty high up in the Trump administration. Um, I, I started to work there, by the way, under, under Obama. Uh, but, you know, he took over and uh, I didn't, he sent out all these new rules. Like he updated the Hatch Act to say not only can you oppose or support a candidate, you can't say anything bad about Trump. Uh, You can't be a resistor. You can't do this social media stuff. You can't fundraise for anybody against Trump, like specifically using his name. And so I was like, well, shit. Okay, so I'm just AG, right? And I started the podcast, started doing the podcast, everything was going great. Um, And then all of a sudden, my employee records were requisitioned. And then I was investigated for my podcast. And, uh, and then I was eventually removed from the job. So I'm in litigation over that. But Muller she wrote was the the catalyst for that and then we started a daily show called the Daily Beans. Love it. And uh it's news with swearing basically and uh it, you know the rest just sort of grew from there. Now I have a now I have a network. So
1: it is amazing and it's been so great to kind of be along for the ride because I met you at Big Pine 2017 mm-hmm. and that was my first Big Pine Comedy Festival in Flagstaff. And I met you briefly you were very nice to me which I was surprised I think I was intimidated and scared. Because I I was a little newer. I don't know how to talk to people, apparently. But anyway. um, And then it was shortly after that when you launched this podcast. And I was at a place where I was like, I'd really like to make sense of what's going on. Like, I'm interested in it, but I don't know. And this podcast really helped me, like, figure out the players, the pieces, who's what, what's what. And just getting more into podcasts is what made me launch this podcast. Hmm. It's totally different, but kind of the same. (laughs) <laughs> no
0: I'm super glad um, you know I, I love hearing stories like that I you know people tell me all the time like you know you made this information accessible and you just did it you know and and it was the you know because I thought maybe you know 20 30 years from now they were going to be doing documentaries on the Mueller investigation and I was like I want to be part of that but I'm not a journalist and I'm not on television I'm not Rachel Maddow I'm not a Rhodes Scholar I didn't go to Columbia <laughs> so what how can I get in and I was like podcast
1: and you did, though. Like, you, and you know, I think the answer is you did the work. Like, you work so hard. And I, I mean, I believe you to be a credible source when commenting on these topics. And so much that you have been a contributor on different news shows. Mm-hmm. And you've gotten to just network and become friends with so many cool people. <laughs> Mary Trump, Andrew
0: McBabe. I know. McBabe oh. and I are friends. Ellie Honig and I. Yes. Yeah.
1: I think Bob Mueller, he's a super babe. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um so so yeah that's very exciting. So so yes I was an early fan girl of that podcast. I I sent you guys burritos. Yes, I, I remember. I, I remember
0: the burritos they were delicious. Them. I I still remember the photo of Jordan like yes. fanning out the burritos like they're like they're hundies, right? <laughs>
1: Well, they are. My mom is very talented <laughs> in the burrito game. I was an early, um, whatchamacallit supporter, and I still use my bag.
0: Is that a term, by the way, that the, the kids use? Hundies? Is that even a thing?
1: No, but I liked it. Right. I felt very cool. It's like, like Hundos Hundys. and Undies. <laughs> so it sounds like a very strip club. <laughs> but like she's walking into the strip club <laughs> with burritos.
0: <laughs> I'm just an old lady going to the strip club. and in to make it rain, Hundies. <laughs>
1: So, Allison, we had some very appropriate wings for where we are and what we're doing. Uh, We had uh, Dirty Birds Mm -hmm. from Pacific Beach because that was close to me. Um, You said, hey, they're the best in San Diego. What would you think of the wings we had?
0: They were delicious. I had the straight-up buffalo Mm -hmm. wings. They make them with franks, which is one of my favorite sauces of all time. And, uh, you know, a little bit of ranch, some celery and carrots. And I thought they were fantastic. They were big ass wings. I'm like, get me ten. There, it's a lot.
1: It was a lot of meat. They were high quality wings. Sometimes you get these little ones, or like you can tell they're not very good. These were high quality wings. Um, so, Frank's is kind of the standard of Buffalo. What did you did you like the what they did with it? Did they elevate that at all, or how was the flavor?
0: The flavor was really good. I mean, it's. Pretty much straightforward, Franks, but okay. the chicken was good. Like the chicken had flavor different. to it, right? You know, because sometimes the chicken is just the vehicle for the sauce, much like the wings are the vehicle for your podcast. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I got to say, the chicken was a really good quality chicken.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're doing paleo, so it was pretty paleo-friendly. It worked. It really worked. That's Well, let's find out your wing constitution. I think we got tidbits of it, but I'm going to ask you some questions. We're going to find out like what kind of person you really are, all right? Oh, all right. Yeah. So, Allison, do you prefer a drummy or a flat?
0: Well, normally a drummy, but with these wings, the flats were better.
1: Okay, so I'm going to give you the D for the drummy. Okay. Because like you said, normally. Normal. This is kind of your average. All right. Do you prefer ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. All right. I like it. I
0: insist, it. actually.
1: Do you like carrots or celery, neither or both?
0: I like both, but probably carrots better.
1: Okay, so I'm going to give you the C for carrots. Um, Do you prefer a dry rub or a sauced wing?
0: A sauced wing.
1: Yep, that was apparent in your choice today. And then if you could have any of these, uh, how it's prepared, fried, baked, grilled, or smoked? Mmm. I got to go with baked. Baked, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my friends made me some baked wings, and she, she dusted them with baking powder, I think it was. or is it, so I think it was powder to like really dry them out, and that's how you get them crispy in the oven.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
1: I think that's baking. What about
0: air fryers? I haven't tried an air fried wing.
1: Okay, yes. Wings do really well in the air fryer. I've done it once, and I wasn't successful with it, but one day I'll try it again. <laughs> um, last question. How many wings can you eat? What's your number?
0: I usually eat six, but today I ate ten because it was my only meal.
1: Okay, so if you're looking for your personality score, if you really you can use this on your LinkedIn, on like your Tinder, your your profiles, you are a DRCSB6.
0: Okay, all right, and what does that say about my personality?
1: Well, I, I haven't gotten that far in the research yet, but I do know I can tell you one thing: you're a perfect mate would be um, a, a flat, an F. You know, because he's you need somebody who's the flat to your to your drummy. Okay. Okay. I also know that, you know, if you do like the carrots, maybe somebody who doesn't like the veggies, mm. because you, then you mm. get all the...
0: Oh, right. You yeah. get all the veggies. You
1: wouldn't be compatible. You would be compatible with another ranch, but uh, the blue cheese, you know, somebody, maybe not who's a blue cheese. Those are very specific people, and maybe that's not your, that's your kind. Um, you know, yeah. And maybe somebody who, who eats six to ten, because then you can order a hot dozen or two dozen you can split this isn't really scientific um i'm making it up (laughs) but you do learn a lot about yourself
0: i don't know i feel like drcsb6s um you know we're very aggressive Mm -hmm. um we're we're go-getters we're alpha people uh i think um we tend to be perfectionists uh, quite a bit of the time. I'm just really giving you my own yeah. personality traits. Um, I think
1: so, um, yeah. and I think that's inherent with somebody who eats the vegetables because you're aware of your body Mm-mm. and the, the need for balance, <laughs> 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 and you don't overdo it. You know, you got discipline. Okay, that's the wing constitution. Thank you for playing, Allison. <laughs> no,
0: no problem. That's amazing. I love this. And you know what? You should. You could start start keeping a notebook of, of folks mm-hmm. and their and their wing constitution and some of their personality traits, and then maybe you can start reading people. Like almost astrological signs. You can sh- do their wing chart for them. So
1: if I recall, that's something that's very Allison of like, let me gather the data <laughs> and then let me come up with an app. Because I remember I remember watching your set. You had a, a very famous joke about like
0: Oh, well, the equation for figuring out how many feet of dick I find? <laughs> I
1: think so. <laughs> I forgot about
0: feetofdick.com. I own that.
1: <laughs> let
0: Because you were wondering yourself, how many feet of dick you fucked?
1: I did that. Um, you were the judge. I was, and I did that Chopped show. I think the one of those little specialty shows that was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: Amy's Amy Blackwell's show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, very awesome concept, by the way. That was
1: fun. It's like,
0: it's like, uh, Iron Cooking Show. Yeah, like the Cooking Show Chopped. You, you, you instead of ingredients, you get topics and you have to write three to five minutes on it and then the, the comp the judges will judge you on it and then each round somebody gets eliminated and then there's a winner And i think it was dave wait i was
1: second but yeah yeah i was so scared to do that but i think my my thing is just say yes especially mm-hmm. at a festival because mm-hmm. you'd rather be doing something than sitting in the audience or not doing something that's
0: my philosophy i mm-hmm. would i would always rather regret doing something than not doing something
1: and i got pretty Hey, Big Pine always so many good memories Ugh,
0: that's such a great festival seriously that- one of my favorites and I, I mean I've done a ton of festivals but seriously Big Pine is it's just one of the best ones submissions
1: are still open till July 12th
0: yes indeed
1: <laughs> so okay Allison so Mueller wrote was a huge catalyst for really the direction your life has taken tell me a little bit about where you're what are you working on now and where do you hope to go like where what do you see happening or what do you want in the next one to three years
0: yeah, it was an interesting transition to go from telling dick jokes to being called by the former assistant deputy attorney general to get the phone number of the former FBI director. Like mm-hmm. that was quite a transition. Yeah, I would imagine. If you told me when when, you know, we hung out and I did my feet of dick joke that in a couple years I would be friends with the uh, d- director of the FBI, I would have been like, fuck you. Um, but yet here, you know, yet here we are. So right now, um, I just put together the network. We've got, I think, 11 shows now, including uh, Glenn Kirshner, Greg Oliar. Uh, we just signed Swing Left and their podcast. Um, we've got Renato Mariotti and uh, na- uh, Narrative with Zev Shalev. We just have so many great shows. And, of course, The Bureau with Frank Fugelusi is on our network. And then, of course, The Beans and my new show, Clean Up on L Al- 45. Yes and uh muller she wrote which i have resurrected because there's a lot of new muller news coming out now that the doj isn't headed up by the hatchet man mm-hmm. and uh so a lot of different shows very like-minded audiences love it that's sort of what what my recent project was and right now i'm working on a book so something about reclaiming justice or justice by proxy or something about what a real patriot is
1: oh yeah yeah, reclaiming is,
0: patriotism.
1: Yes, thank you. That, I've been thinking about this in the last four to six years about this. I, I feel like one side feels like they own patriotism. And I'm like, you don't. And I'm not patriotic because I'm not going to church on Sunday and we're, we're, you know have a huge flag on the back of a truck. Yeah, like, dude, I'm
0: a 100% disabled fucking veteran. And they discount my service and call me anti-patriotic because I'm a Democrat. Yeah. That's... This fucking bullshit. And
1: and, and it, it yeah, it's the it's the gaslighting for me, Allison. Like it's it's, cult
0: mentality. Yeah,
1: is it, it is. is very odd. Um, so yeah, I'm excited and I can't wait to buy and read that book.
0: Sweet, I'm excited that you are going to buy and read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you like the way I say bye? Because I support people. Okay, I don't just. But you have to sign it. I will. Um, I love a signed book. Me too. It's it's, there's something really special about that.
0: I've got a couple floating around here. I don't know if Ellie signed his, but I know Andy signed his. I'm gonna make Ellie sign this for me.
1: So when the um, the Showtime movie came out, what was that called? The Comey Rule. Yeah, the Comey Rule, Mm -hmm. which I really liked. I it was a little boring, but I think it should have been. Like I didn't think. I don't think they took too many liberties. Like they were just kind of reporting it as as Mm -hmm. clean as they could. But I was very excited that I knew who things were, who people were, and I felt very educated because of Mueller, she wrote.
0: Yeah, I even had the uh, person who produced it, Billy Ray, on the Daily Beans. Oh, wow. And uh, he's working on a new uh, series about the insurrection. So we can look forward to that. I mean, I don't know if look forward is the right uh, phrase, but... I really thought It'll things be
1: would good. be, it. you know, this would be over after the election, and it, it is scary how it's not, it's never going to be over, it's not over.
0: No, and every election is going to be the most important election of our lives. From that the- will never go away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. I have um, and maybe this isn't the right approach, but I have like relaxed a little since I'm like, okay, adults are in charge now. So I (sighs) felt like I don't need to be Mm -hmm. so, you know, focused on it. And that's been nice. So I've been a little unplugged from it, trying to just enjoy my life. But it is your life now.
0: Yeah. And and there's a lot of really, really good news um, that a lot of things are getting fixed. Some things are not. um, But again, it's not been a very long time. It's only been six months. And, you know, of course, the Senate and Mitch McConnell, somehow, even though we have the majority, we're delaying a bunch of people being, you know, put into their jobs. And so everyone's just sort of getting seated. We don't even have the U.S. attorneys in yet. So it's like. And everyone's, I know everyone's very impatient. Everybody wants justice immediately. Uh, and, you know, they think that justice delayed is justice denied. And it is in several cases. But not so much in the government with white-collar shit.
1: They got to do it right also. It takes a
0: long-ass time.
1: And I think we learned that from Robert Mueller because mm-hmm. he was such a, perf- In my impression is that he was a perfectionist. He was careful and and followed the rules, did things by the book. And that's important for the long term so things don't get thrown out. Like
0: yeah, and we'll see if it pays off or not. Uh, I, I mean, if, if this particular Department of Justice doesn't go after obstruction of justice with the former president, that's a problem for me. Yeah. Uh, and it should be a problem for America because it, it basically gives the message to future despots that, hey, you can obstruct justice and we won't do anything about it. So that's a really bad message to send. And I hope that Merrick Garland doesn't take that tract.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, over the last several years, what was... Um, I'll ask you first... Who was the most like exciting person that you got to meet, work with, have on your show? Like, who kind of like made you fangirl, even internally?
0: <sighs> so many. Um, there's been a lot. Uh, w- w- when I was first starting out, Greg Proops, oh, yeah. Um, and then they might be giants reached out and gave me the music for, for the Daily Beans. Uh, that blew my mind because I've been a fan of them since the 80s. Um, and then as, as time went on, um, of course, knowing that Andy McCabe and his wife were were patrons, were subscribed, like paid yeah. subscribers to the show. Uh, and then I would have to say, um, of course, meeting and, and talking to Mary Trump has mm-hmm. been incredible. She's just an incredible human person. Uh, and she's just so smart and she's so funny. Her sense of humor is real dark, uh, but it's there and it's amazing. And um, like when she describes in her book about getting to uh, go to New York to for, her, I think, her aunt's birthday or something like that. And she arrives and she checks into the Trump Hotel and she drops her Trump bags and she opens the Trump refrigerator and grabs the Trump one and drinks it until it goes into her Trump veins. Oh, God!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she's just so funny. Isn't and then,
1: that, that reminds me of uh, a Tony Gwynn Jr. in Tony Gwynn Stadium being coached by Tony Gwynn Sr. Yeah. The- yeah, I love it. Anyway, but but a little different, obviously. <laughs> a
0: little nicer. <laughs> yeah, not as not as much fraud in the family. <laughs> so, uh and then of course, um uh, Jane Lynch um having oh her my reach gosh. out. It was just uh and and got get, get to speak with her. That just she's been a, a hero of mine for so long. Um to, so it's and it's interesting to have your heroes be fans of yours because, you know, and I was talking to Flansburg and they might be giants about this i'm like there's so much of you in me maybe that's why you like me maybe that's why you listen to me Because you
1: influenced who you, he influenced who you are yeah and now you're influencing him
0: wow yeah wow. yeah it, so it's 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 it blows my mind and it's real good though because as comedians you know we have a lot of trauma i've been processing a lot of ptsd so there's a lot of uh um what's that called? Imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. I'm a fraud. But that amount of external validation is kinda hard to ignore. So it's actually been really good for my mental health.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, if if the people you admire and respect are are being are fans of you and, and watching your content, then you must be doing something right. Mm-hmm. I think. For me,
0: yeah, that's that's what matters. And and honestly, I wasn't when I first started the podcast, I wasn't doing it for any other reason than to just document what was mm-hmm. happening in time in, as it happened. Uh, I th- I th- I figured we needed some sort of a a show that was only talked about the Mueller stuff and An
1: artifact. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I love Greg Proops. I saw him in the Phoenix airport. And by the way, and maybe I should stop fangirling so much, but I feel like I got to be me. Okay, and, um, you know, one day, I don't know, but anyways, I had to say hi. I really wanted to, and I said, hi, I'm a big fan, and I love the work you did on, and I said this, I even, I dropped Mueller. She Wrote to let him know that I was a real fan. Ah. You know, like, I'm not just like, I even forgot, my cousin was on, he was on a show with my cousin, True Jackson. Yeah. I could have dropped that, you know, I wasn't even thinking that. I could have been like, oh. You didn't
0: want him to think you were just like a Whose Line Is It Anyway fan. No, no, I was
1: like, I love the work you did recently on Mueller. She Wrote. And then he Oh, he goes, well, actually, that's where I'm going. I'm going to see Allison. We're doing a show over here. And I was like, oh, whatever. He did? He, something like that. Um, I was going on a cruise. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, he invited me to go see Whose Line Is It Anyway live in Irvine.
1: Oh, OK. He had mentioned something about
0: that. I bet that's what it was because he I, invited us to go and we all got to go backstage and
1: Oh, so cool. Meet
0: all the dudes.
1: So one that's one thing i love about comedy or at least my involvement in comedy is that the world is just getting smaller and smaller and i'm closer and closer to the people i really like and even though i'm being a fangirl like i noticed it with vicky when i met vicky barbalak two nights ago was the last night i think she could see my genuineness or Mm -hmm. something and it's Mm -hmm. like you know anyway i'll get cool one day and just you know
0: yeah be it embrace it
1: yeah Anyway, so that is exciting. I'm so excited by those names and Jane Lynch. And then even um, John Cusack.
0: Yeah, Cusack. And uh, the,
1: do you, what's his name?
0: Uh, John Cryer. Ducky. Oh, yeah, Ducky. That that seriously is still my favorite interview of all time. If you get a chance to listen to the John Cryer interview, and I think it was the Daily Beans, uh, I, I highly recommend. He is so smart and so funny. And I got to work with him quite a bit on the Biden campaign. Uh, and he's just a gem. He's a national treasure. He really and is. And he's Ducky. I've been I've had a crush on him since I was i 14 years
1: old. Yeah, and now you're friends. Signed your yearbook. <laughs> Stay cool forever. Don't ever change. Don't. I'm forgetting all my questions. What else do I want to know? Um, do you have any wing stories? Has anything cool ever happened to you over a wing or a wing was present? You know what was fun is when, when we ran into each other at Stir Crazy
0: <laughs> and fucking Broom was <laughs> like, all right, everybody, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and I'm like... What? Because see like that's not I was like is that something people do here? That's what I said. <laughs> I said cuz you know I'm I'm in California. We don't hang out at the Buffalo Wild Wings. So he's like, "Yeah, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. I'm like, "There's a bunch of bars." He's like, "No, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings." So we go and it turns out Buffalo Wild Wings is like a bar. They've got a bar and they've got a bunch of sports screens. I think we were watching Mexican wrestling. <laughs> <clears throat> And it was like me and you and Broom and
1: Tony and like what? I didn't go. You wouldn't go. I didn't go. I remember they were bugging me like, "Come on, Mary," and I was like, "That's right. I need to go." We because... wanted you to go. Yeah, and I don't and know. You why. had to leave. I don't. I probably had to go to the bathroom or something. I had to rush home. Or I think you had to
0: get up early or something.
1: Some to go to the water park.
0: <laughs> hey, it's important. You don't want to go to the water just... park hungover from Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings.
1: So when Buffalo I'm... Wild
0: Wings should not be <laughs> impeding upon your schedule of of your life in any way shape or form.
1: I understand your confusion though because when I moved to Arizona from San Diego it was 15 16 years ago. Uh friends would invite me to happy hour and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're going to this place that's at the Chandler Mall." And I was like, "What? Who goes to happy hour at the mall?" <laughs> I guess we take for granted we have all these cute beach bars and cute little like yeah. one-off bistros, standalone
0: shit, right? Cuz most of the bars in Arizona are in strip malls. You
1: have to because it's too hot. There's no beach. <laughs> So and they all a, have the
0: misters,
1: you know, it's outgoing. A culture shock. But like, hey, let's go next to the TJ Maxx. Uh, you know, <laughs>
0: it's gonna be a wild fucking night.
1: But oh. yeah, I was so confused. Like, why are we? I, when I lived in Gilbert in the suburbs, I had a friend who wanted to make Applebee's a thing. He was oh like, God. let's go to Applebee's. I was like, what? Like,
0: non-ironically? Correct. Oh, He's um, from Iowa. Okay, well.
1: <laughs> He's like, let's go to Applebee's. Oh, okay,
0: caucus. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would call anyone from Iowa. Caucus. Caucus.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Um <laughs> But yeah, <so> Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings. <laughs> like, and they, the they did where they, they were out of wings. There was the wing shortage. Yeah. I heard about that. They were out of
0: wings and I mean they had a couple of pretty good beers on tap, but it was bright as fuck in there, like a cafeteria. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this is So after party at the Buffalo Wild Wings apparently is a thing in Phoenix.
1: That entertainment district has so many great places too. By the way, I mean you already said that, but like it was a happening center, Westgate. You know, yeah. Westgate. But there were some
0: places that I would probably avoid, like that big crazy Irish bar where people were <laughs> twerking on the tables because you know the the Irish tradition of twerking is not. <laughs> Lost upon the Scottsdale set.
1: I went to or a Glendale. chive event there once. Oh, child. It was back in the day, and it was to honor the Yarnell firefighters who died. Oh. And it was the coolest event because they had bagpipes, and the the guy was there. I got my picture. I'm in the. There's a picture of him taking a girl's shirt off, and I'm in the background going, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I can say I've been on the chive. <laughs>
0: Oh God! Mm, chive on. Yeah, I do have the Bill Murray pillow, all that the Bill Murray cool. T-shirts, the Santa Bill Murray, the 3D Bill Murray. Uh, I do like their Bill Murray campaign.
1: Yeah. Um. So what's next for you? What are you looking forward to? What do you want to happen?
0: <sighs> I would like at some point to not have to read the news every day. Yeah. Um. But the show's called the Daily Beans, so I, you know, what I'm thinking maybe is a little bit of a redesign where I do a weekly, hour-long show and then do like a daily 10-minute news update. Um, to just sort of take some of the stress off. It's a lot of work. It's a lot yeah. of work to put out a daily news show and the cleanup on L45 and Mueller She Wrote. And we have a book club, too. So it's which are where I do like um, eight part series where I read a book, basically, uh, and go over it chapter by chapter and talk about all the nuances and put it in context and how it involved certain things that in the Mueller investigation or some of the news that we we're following in Trump world. Uh, So, you know, it's a lot, uh, but it's work I've given myself, so it's not like I can complain about it, Um, and I do love doing it because it's, you know, part of my uh, mental health uh, regimen is I I feel like I have more control over uncontrollable things the more I know about it, Mm -hmm. and knowledge is, is the antithesis to anxiety for me, and so I would be following the news this closely anyway. So to be able to break it down, make it digestible, make it funny, swear, and and put it out to the world, so that everyone can, else can keep up, you know, and also maybe help stay a little sane with the shit show fire hose of news. Uh, the community that we've built is this unintended consequence that's just the most glorious thing ever, because it's just this group of a few hundred thousand really amazing supportive it's just this incredible network of of like-minded people who are active and they're out in their communities and they're doing things and i love it
1: it's so powerful and i i know i I was gonna say i hope you inspire more people i know you'll inspire more people um to to kind of dive into your passions and kind of control the uncontrollable how far is your reach where is the most obscure place that you have followers or fans
0: we have uh, a couple hundred people in in russia who listen (laughs) Um, we have a huge, massive fan base in New Zealand and Australia, nice. and I want to get there to do some live shows. We've got a pretty big um, following in, in UK because we covered a lot of the Brexit stuff, Nigel Farage, UKIP, and all that. Um, we've I've been on BBC and Channel 4 a few times um, talking about the Mueller investigation. So we've got a, a good group there. Um, so, But most obscure is that we found out we are listened to quite a bit in Russia.
1: I wonder, you know, are they using American podcasts to just learn the language and the culture? Because I imagine all of the comedians in our unstructured podcasts would be really great just to understand, you know, just the typical... American. It would
0: be great if the Russians were listening to American comedy podcasts to learn a language, and they're all talking like they're all telling period jokes and humping stools.
1: <laughs> well, when I get, I was thinking about this. Um, my friend got a little catfish situation, and I get a bunch of friend requests. And there's a couple of things I can tell. You can tell when it's not either. I mean, it's a real person, but it's not who they say it is in the picture.
0: I have a good test for Russian bots. Um, if I think someone is a Russian bot or a Russian person in a Russian troll farm. I just simply asked them what song we sing in the seventh inning of a baseball game. <laughs> and I've had answers like, you dumb fuck, it's the America song. you know? And yes. I'm like, mm, uh-huh. And they're like, I don't watch baseball. And I'm like, you don't have to be a baseball fan to know what we sing in the seventh inning. We,
1: say take, we sing Take Me Home Tonight by Eddie Money. Yes,
0: everyone knows that. <laughs> and Put Me in Coach followed by <laughs> yeah. Put Me in Coach. Everyone knows that. And then
1: Girls, Girls, Girls by Monk. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but squirrel, squirrel, Squirrels, <laughs> the cover song. And and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be a baseball fan to know about those things. So, That's a
1: great question. Uh,
0: and then I also get a lot of fake military people.
1: Yes.
0: Trump supporters who's, who who uh, pretend to be in the military all the time. Like you didn't fucking serve. I'm airborne, eighty second, whatever. And I'm like, great. Show me your picture of basic. I don't want to show you shit. And then, then I don't believe you fuck you, You're, I, I don't have to prove anything to you. I'm like, no, actually you do or I will not believe you. That's pretty much how this works. Right,
1: you, you started. <laughs> um, for me, I think it's like, um, uh, mine are more like romantic catfishes and they're in like maybe Haiti or a French you know, kind of inspired one of those countries or whatever and they always says widowed and I, t- I said, no. you guys, I told my friends, I said, nobody has ever been widowed so if you see that I mean, it's, I know I'm wrong, but nobody's ever been widowed. If you see that, that is a harsh, but, and then the English is just kind of off. And I figure as soon as they figure out the American language and, and vernacular, it's over for us.
0: Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I don't think they're going to learn it listening to American comedy podcasts. I think they at could. At least the bulk of them. <laughs> not... Bruh.
1: When they start saying things like, <laughs> bruh.
0: bro, or... Women, women aren't funny, bro.
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh wait, he's authentic. Hey, are you single? That's, that's my type.
0: I got this good catfish. Ooh. Hello, I am writing on behalf of M. Arno Watson. <laughs> we have gone through your country's investment profile. My, my country's country. investment <laughs> profile and history. And we are interested to invest with you. We will be willing to collaborate with you and invest a substantial amount of money in your business or we can partner with you to set up a new one. Shared Equably. <laughs> Equibli- equability. Shared equability. <laughs> uh, I no equability. That's what it says. I am contacting you. I, it's hard for me to read words yeah. re- improperly. Uh, I con- I'm contacting you on behalf of one of our angel investors <gasps> oh. and a politician who have mandated me specifically to search for a reliable foreigner who can manage her portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> you can contact me at Arno Watson 00. At Gmail or Arno Watson at AOL. <laughs> if you're interested, I can provide further details. Best regards, Arno Watson. Yeah, uh, oh. but they're writing on behalf of Arno Watson. Oh. It's just very, um, yeah, th- so I don't get the romantic ones anymore. No. I get the investment portfolio yeah. ones.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I did get an email this last week that said they had footage of me masturbating and that they were going to release it to I've everybody. gotten that one <laughs> and, like, and,
0: if, and if you don't contact them uh, your, you will your, never s-
1: find me they said
0: your social security yes. uh, something I, and, I gave it to them and you'll be
1: under the- you gave it to them actually I sent them a link to where they can find a video of me masturbating no, <laughs> <kidding. laughs> that's what you do just send them back take back yeah. the night take back take back
0: the M <laughs> Uh, yeah, or we, you know, we have your social security. You will be under the rest. That's my favorite.
1: <laughs> Again, once they fi- they should just hire somebody. That would probably be espionage, though, if you helped a foreign country like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you probably. Okay, never mind. I didn't say that. Run afoul. Oops.
1: Um, Allison, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having wings with me. Let me ask you one more question. Uh huh. Last meal, what would it be?
0: Oh, simple tomahawk ribeye. Rare. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably rare plus. I like a warm red center. Okay. I don't like a cool red center. And then uh, some real nice garlic mashed potatoes and mm-hmm. some uh, probably mushroom, sauteed mushrooms, mm-hmm. and asparagus.
1: Mm. Glass of Pinot. Mm. Would you do a dessert if you had a room? Crème brulee. Yep. So you like that nice steakhouse dinner? Yep. Yeah. What's your favorite steakhouse?
0: Well, it used to be Donovan's, but it, until it moved out of La Jolla. Did they move? They moved. And so now I have, there's another one that my friend told me about. I have to try, but I can't remember what it's called. But I hear Fleming's is pretty good. Yeah. And I can't remember the Hatch, Harris. Harris H- I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to yeah. look it up.
1: We went to Donovan's after I when I graduated from San Diego State because uh, I didn't have any friends to party with. And so I was like, Mom and Dad, this is where we're going to go. The Hoya? Yeah. And then we went to the one in, in Phoenix because uh, I moved like a week later. And uh, that one closed. So, but I always, it's a fond memory of Donovan's. Yeah, I love a good steakhouse.
0: Yeah, the La yeah. one was beautiful. I'm so yeah. sad that it shut down.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Allison. This has been great, everybody. Please subscribe to the Daily Beans and just look out for all that Allison uh, has going on. Allison, where can people follow you?
0: Uh, at Allison Gill on Twitter or at Mueller She Wrote is where I've got my biggest following, and then we've got at Daily Beans Pod and at Clean uh, Isle 45 Pod. A I S L E 45 Pod. But you can just Google Allison Gill, two L's and Allison, two L's and Gill, and I'll pop up wherever you need to see me.
1: Are you fully Allison Gill now? Have you dropped the A G? Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I mean, I still say A G because I, I was so used to saying it for two years, and people still refer to me as A G, and I go, "But it's my nickname." Yeah, so I that's like That's kind of how I how I go.
1: I think it took me a while to figure out who A G was. <laughs> was. Wait, wait a second. Is it? Is
0: it? Well, and I didn't make it too hard, you know. Uh, I know. If anybody spent. A couple of minutes doing some research, I could probably figure out who I was. I just didn't want to run afoul of the Hatch Act by saying my name yeah. and that I worked for a federal government agency while I was also debasing the orange ass. It's kind
1: of funny because the Trump administration violated the Hatch Act many times. Kellyanne Conway? They're allowed mean?
0: to, though. They're allowed to. Because, I mean, really, the only punishment for the Hatch Act, it's not a crime. You can't go to jail or be fined. You just get fired. Oh. So it's up to your boss.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. <laughs> Sorry, record Day. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you later. Follow us on Instagram. Bye.